What's up, everybody? Welcome to Table Stories Witchcraft and Wizardry. Hello. That was the face, Lux. <laughs> My mute button stopped working. <laughs> I was like, mute yourself. No. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. Welcome to the show. It um, works now. <laughs> yay. <laughs> uh, welcome to the show, everybody. Uh, I hope you are ready to join us this week uh, as we get close to the end of uh, this school year's story. Um, it will it will be wrapping up soon. Um, and uh, if you are just joining us for the first time, or if you don't really know what's going on, it's gonna be real weird. Uh, cause we're, we're pretty, uh, pretty late into the story now. Um, but, uh, there are VODs and things you can watch to catch up and, uh, you should definitely check them out. I will actually let the, the cast know. I, I recently just decided to rewatch like the first episode, uh, just out of the blue. I was like, I was reading some YouTube comments, uh, of like people that have started up the series and they were like, oh my god, it's so fun, it's so wholesome and good. And um, I was like, I was like let's, re let's rewatch the first one. And you guys were so excited. Like, <laughs> the level of hype after I did anything was like, <laughs> off the charts. Dude, the you charts. literally are Hagrid when you speak <laughs> with Hagrid's voice. Oh, yeah, it was literally like... Yeah. You would introduce, like, all our dream characters. I didn't know that they, any of them would still be... You know what I mean? Like, I didn't know that yeah. any of them would be in there. So I think that we were all like... Yeah. <laughs> I think I actually cried at oh, one I point. Cried. Were, yeah. Oh, I yeah, 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 yeah. Every voice whacked it. I was like, I'm in Hogwarts. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was really nice to see, uh, you know, so... Um, uh, I, I'm I'm absolutely loving reading people's like comments that are like watching the series, you know, again for the the first time, um, or like just experiencing, you know, the the stuff with us. It's always it's always really nice. Um, I love seeing the comments and stuff, and everything really uh, has just been very positive uh, for the show, and um, it's just it's just really nice to see. It, it feels good. Feels good, man. And um. <laughs> Uh, you know, I'm very thankful that I've had such a wonderful group that have enjoyed everything so much, and they've they've been such great role players and things. And uh, it's it's good that we're you know sort of bringing in this sort of like wholesome adventure and and things um, in a in a time where it's just really everything's just very difficult to process. Um, so it feels good. It feels extra good. Um, if you would like to play it yourself, anybody that's watching, you totally can. It's free. Um, I just, I realized that I hadn't uploaded the most recent version of the rule set, uh, that I have. Um, I don't know how I did that. I made like, a, I think I made some like minor changes and I just forgot to upload them. So 1.3.2 has been uploaded to the website. Uh, if you'd like to check it out, you can head on over to tablestory.tv slash W-A-W. Um, and, uh, you can check it out. There are some more changes and things that I'm going to be making to the rules. Uh, we're, we're, we're going to take like a couple breaks, um, as we get ready for like year three. Um, there is going to be another special 
side story thing that we're going to do this year. Um, that's going to happen. Um, but we're going to take a break between the end of the, the sort of this year's story and that. And we're going to take a little bit of a break until year three. Um, just so that we can get everything ready and um, we can give Mergles time to draw new characters. And, um, yeah, we gotta, we gotta get stuff ready and whatnot for the next year. And, um, what are you giving us that look, Luxie? New on? characters? Well, I mean, updated versions. Okay. <laughs> Is that what you mean? I mean, or you guys could just die, you know? I don't know what's gonna happen. <laughs> um... <clears throat> <laughs> Some Sorry interesting, like, two options there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> don't worry. There's no deaths in this system. There's none. It's fine. Hey, uh, could you just confirm that, like, if you decided to kill me off, like, because of, like, I don't know, change in an actor, um, <laughs> could I die of food poisoning? It just feels accurate. I just want to throw it out there that if you ever decide, like, oh, we don't want her anymore. After what happened last week, I don't think that that's much of a reach. Um, <laughs> it doesn't even have to be food poisoning, just regular poisoning. <laughs> yeah, just regular poisoning. <laughs> whack, whack. If you ever fire Lexi, I walk, just so you know. Okay. You so. have so much more to lose with me as the main artist, right? <laughs> you heard the blackmail here first, folks. <laughs> Not <A> blackmail. <laughs> um, yeah, just uh, horrific threats. Um, so... Uh, <laughs> Uh, if you guys would like to follow along, you totally can head on over to tablestory.tv slash W-A-W. Um, we're going to go around the room. Let's introduce uh, our players and their characters. And let's get started with today. Sorry for the little bit of a late start here, folks. Um, but uh, we're going to go around the room. We're going to uh, introduce everybody and their characters. Luxa, you want to be so kind as to start us off, please? Oh, heck yeah, I'm real good at this. What's up? My name's Alexa Games, and I play Rosie Lena Earthcloud. She puts mashed potatoes in her pockets and eats poisonous flowers. And if her friends don't keep her alive, she definitely won't. So I'm glad that she's here. Also, I'm doing a bunch of really cool stuff this week as a person outside of Rosalina. It does feel like we're connected at the head, but we are, in fact, different people. <clears throat> I'm, um... Both me and Nax. I don't know when your date is, but on the 11th, uh, we are doing some super cool Tiltify donation stuff. So if you want to see that, um, that more information on that is on Tiltify's Twitter. Um, but also, I'm hosting the Game Awards with on the Dropped Frames uh, podcast with a bunch of amazing people. And that's on Thursday, if you're interested. Okay, bye. That's this Thursday? Yeah, I think it's like during the Game Awards. So it starts mm. at 620 EST or PST. I'm not good with time zones. It's on my Twitter. Okay, check out Lexi's Twitter. Thank you. Murgles. Hello. Hi, I'm Murgles. How's it going? Um, I am an animator and an artist, and I also stream on Twitch Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Um, I'm... Do, just doing that right now. Uh, I am also on a state of affairs on Saturdays with uh, Luxie, which is super exciting. So uh, the next two Saturdays, 
come catch our sweet little Jane Austen inspired uh, three three shot, I guess. Um, very, I, I describe it as Animal Crossing, if Animal Crossing were a table, like a tabletop show, because it's just so relaxing and the serious things that happen aren't very serious at all. So it's just very soothing and nice. Um, yep. Thank you so much. I'm playing Clementine for you. It's yeah, the aggressive <laughs> nodding as an outro for me. <laughs> the the head bobs were ellipses. Um, <laughs> thank you, Murgles. Uh, Negs. Hi, I'm Nega Oryx. I'm going to be playing Olive Everglade for you today. Uh, I'm obviously a tabletop RPG player, but also a freelance host, voice actor, and full-time streamer. Tomorrow... I'm going to be on the front page of Twitch with early access to Cyberpunk 2077 at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. GMT. Um, so I'm going to be checking out the Nomad Life Path uh, on the front page, walking you all through that step by step. And I'm going to be doing that all day. And then uh, on Friday, I'm going to be doing some giveaways with my sponsor, Netgear, giving away some Nighthawk routers, which are the ones that I use with my streaming setup. Uh, so if you're interested in any of that, come on through this week. We're just doing like back-to-back -back giveaways and, and Coolio-sponsored stuff. And uh, I'm really excited. So I hope to see some of y'all there. Thank you very much. Zagonicus. It's, it's so hard following Nags. She's always like, hi, I'm being successful and doing things and being awesome. And I'm like, hi. It's me. <laughs> Wait till I'm she wins an Oscar, and You're then she's just like, "Hi guys, creates uh, like a an Oscar this game. weekend." Yeah, <laughs> she's got secret, secret awesome stuff she's doing too. Whereas all the stuff I'm doing is not secret, and you can judge if it's awesome. I'm here playing Alexander Pepin uh, on Sunday. I will be playing Epotobeth for the last time. It's a Dying Order finale, and uh, you can also hear me playing Shiv on the gone uh, special the nexi sky bearers you can find that uh, tablestory.tv slash gone and then you'll find it from there um i'm editing those and i'm gonna do three episode three soon so then they'll all be done and they'll all be coming out really? great. you can listen to them all they're awesome they're so good by the way pb killed it as always um so check that out and um yeah, that's it. I'm not in the front page or anything or on any like shows for game awards or anything like that. So just find me on the internet. It's got us everywhere. Thanks. Thank you, buddy. I'm Wax Steven and I'm the headmaster of Doom. I will be dragging the players kicking and screaming through the adventure today. And what a day it shall be. What a day. Please make sure you follow all of these wonderful people. And if you have yourself a Prime Gaming that you haven't used yet, consider throwing it their way. Get their, get yourself some emotes. And, um, yeah, a lot of stuff to do today. So let's get to it. On the last episode of Table Stories, Witchcraft, and Wizardry, nearly half the students have been sent home as ha Hogwarts has become threatened as of late. The majority of Swaff has remained, but Scorpius and Barney were forced to return home by their parents. Lily and Albus Severus Potter 
remain at Hogwarts for now. Although Ginny Potter isn't happy about it. She sent a howler yelling at Lily and Albus. Prefects have been leading students to their classes for safety. Someone appears to be using Polyjuice Potion to get around the school, as Clem at the very least. Clem believes that the Glowacus was used to blank the ghost of Roger Bristlecomb's memory. The group contemplated that the vanished wing might be used by whatever is happening at the school as some kind of an entryway. Alex spoke with David Calderon Boot, and David seemed very hesitant to interact with his owl, but chatted with Alex nonetheless about various comings and goings in the school and how he had reacted to the situation. And it seems that David is staying in Hogwarts while this is all happening. Rosie ingested a poisonous plant to create a diversion for Clem and Olive to go speak to the ghost of Roger Bristlecombe. And Clem speculated that someone used the Glowacus on Roger to get information from him and then make him forget. Olive looked through the newspaper to find out if the person she saw was on the most wanted list. After looking through the most wanted list, Olive did not find this person, but returning to the cover of the Wizarding World's World News newspaper, she sees a headline and she recognizes the person as the person that she had a confrontation with. The headline reads, Famed American naturalist, Colin Moot receives special award for magical creature documentation. Colin Moot, an American naturalist from Connecticut in the United States, has received the special award for magical creature documentation last week from the Ministry for Magic. Magical Creature um, from the Ministry for Magic, Magical Creature Division, for his work in identifying and documenting unknown magical creatures throughout the United Kingdom and the United States. He is the latest recipient of the award, which in recent years has been given to local UK husband and wife naturalist duo, Luna Scamander and her husband Rolf, each of them making major finds in their field. When asked for comment, Moot said, I look forward to finding ways to use what we know about magical creatures to help make the wizarding world safer for everyone. That's him. What? That's him. He's not on the most wanted list, but that's who attacked me. 
Look, it says here he works with magical creatures. That would explain why he has the bag that the Gloacus can go in and out of. That would explain how he has such, you know, control over these creatures in the first place. He's American. He, I, that's the guy. Okay. That's the one that I, th that I fought. Okay. Wait. Okay, so the the the, the is, is that was that from the Connecticut too, or it, yeah, the last place it had been spotted was Connecticut, wasn't it? Yes. Right. We have to go okay. tell Headmistress McGonagall. Um. Yeah, let's do it right away. Okay. What what do you have a? Well, no, because like, well, I was thinking it would be nice to have more. Okay, do we also tell her about when we found Maisie inside the cave that was inside the cage? Or are we saving the cage knowledge for our own investigations? I mean, it kind of feels like we found him, right? So We might we not just... know how he's getting in and out of Hogwarts, but at least I'm... we can tell them who to be on the lookout for. But I think it's through the vanished wing. I just, I don't want to wait any longer. Now that we know, I, I think the professor should know. Right, but yeah. do we say that we think he's getting in through the vanished wing, through a portal inside a cage that's connected to a cave? We could tell them. I, I don't know if they'll believe us. I think at this point, she's probably had enough opportunity to believe us since we've been right about so much already. I'm going to go tell Headmistress McGonagall. We should all go. Mm -hmm. It's better if we're a team. And, you know. Okay. Alright. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Not really. Let's go. And Olive's going to roll up the newspaper and clutch it really tightly in her um, non-wand hand, so her left hand. <sighs> okay, you bundle up the uh, article. Um, <clears throat> so uh, you were all here, uh, as well as Lily and uh, Albus Severus. Um, Albus sort of says, wait. So, you're saying that an award-winning wizard is behind all of this? Absolutely. I, we knew it had to be from someone who was proficient, witch or wizard. It had to be from someone who's talented enough to essentially break into Hogwarts and and cause this amount of trouble unnoticed it wasn't going to be an amateur wizard but of course it's going to be someone reputable do you, do you think he, he do you think he's like try trying to i don't know it's isn't it because it it mentions professor scamander in here as well and and she's here at Hogwarts too, and they both got like awards. Are they competing? Is there some sort of beef? Sounds oh. like a really stupid. Not a type of eat, Rosie. No. Oh. 
that's a good that's a good reminder no i was just gonna say well the first person they took was hagrid and hagrid was also related to magical creatures so Strange. maybe they all know something that M mr <gasps> Moo wants to know uh, you think clifford's in the back i don't know but i think we should discuss all this after we've talked to headmistress mcgonagall they could be up to something right now and the longer we wait okay yeah they, we tell i think we we give them as much information as possible yeah okay and then we can anything they don't believe us on or anything we'll that's follow up unresolved on we'll follow up on it yeah okay sounds like a plan um thank you albus for bringing this this was so helpful that's fine i'm i mean um you know uh, uh anything i can do to help um do, do you do you want us to come along should you maybe go and tell professor's commander oh because she she's probably she's another award winner so she's probably the best person to counter their magical creature abilities so she'll need to be prepared with her own bag that's a great idea all right lils do you think maybe we can go do that and they talk to the headmistress all right are you sure you don't need any help no because if your mum hears that you're at the headmistress's she will send you many more, more howlers howler. and or come here herself and she seems a little intimidating to be honest so both of them start to look a little green mm, right yeah we'll cover more ground if we split up and notify people at the same time right, okay well, good luck good see luck you later you and uh lily and albus um sort of rush off uh, the four of you are still, you know, in the Great Hall here. Um, Albus and Lily um, get up from the table, and they do a 180. And then they sit back down, and they say, Wait a minute. How are we going to talk to the professor? We can't even go anywhere. We have to go with a prefect. Well, then get a prefect. Make up a reason you need to talk to her. Tell, tell them you pooped your pants. Tell them it's a magical poop. A magical creature poop? Yeah, magical creature poop is probably the best option. That's a good one. I can just say it's an emergency. Never mind. Okay. okay. Ready? Yeah. Here's a good uh, point. No, yeah. what if we get to, to talk to no. Do we need we a prefect just... to go to Headmistress McGonagall? And maybe, I don't know. I think we should just go and if we get stopped, we explain it's an emergency. Yeah, okay. That, that seems... We could just run there. Yeah. Okay, yeah. If we okay. get stopped, I've peed my pants multiple times. I'm prepared to do it again so that it looks like you're escorting me to a bathroom. Perfect. Okay. Yes, yeah, that works really well. But I think going to see Headmistress McGonagall is a good enough reason, probably. Probably, yes. Just in case Rosie takes the water off the table and drinks one and then another. In quick succession. Okay. All right, I'm ready. Let's go. go. You begin to uh, head to the doorway of the Great Hall. Um, there are uh, some prefects that are sort of milling about near the entrance. 
and you can see that um, um, one of them sort of stops you as you approach. It is an older student. It is... The Hufflepuff uh, prefect for the sixth years. I don't think many of you know her. Uh, you might, Rosie. Uh, this is Amber Barrows. This is Professor Barrows' daughter. Nancy. Um. She has a lean body, fearful eyes, and a tough face. I think I've probably seen her around, but if she's the daughter of a of a professor, she's probably not very interested in being my friend. Well, Barrows is the Barrows. transfiggeration teacher. That's, uh, <laughs> yeah. She hates me, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, never mind. She knows who I am, but she actively avoids me. So, uh, as you approach, uh, Amber says, Hold on. Um, uh, where, where are you all going? Is this, should I do it? No, 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 no. no. We need to report an emergency to the headmistress, and it's very time sensitive. Um, would you Would you be able to escort us? Um, well, yes, if it's an emergency. Uh, hold on. Um, um, hey, Lynn, um, Lynn, can you just watch over here just in case anyone else is trying to leave? Uh, there's an emergency, apparently. Emergency? Is everyone all right? Um, all right, let's, um, let's, let's go then. Thank, Thank you. you. Um, she begins to escort you. To the headmistress's office. And let's move over here. As you begin to walk the halls, uh, you're following closely behind uh, Amber. Um, and the headmistress's office is fairly close. You basically uh, just have to. Uh, walk up the stairs towards the, uh, the the grand staircase, and uh, it's just off one of the rooms there. Um, so, uh, as you're shuffling through the hall, uh, who, what order are you all in? Um. I I would assume Olive's trying to walk as close to the prefect leading the way as possible. And I, I assume Rosie's the opposite. <laughs> I think probably it's Olive, Alexander, me, and then Rosie. Okay, sounds about right. Okay. So, uh, you make it to the grand staircase. And the the 
light begins to leach out of the area that you're in. It begins to bleed away. Lumos. You cast the Lumos spell. And Maybe. so does <laughs> so does the prefect, Amber Barrows. You cast the spell, Alex. Tip of your wand illuminating. You see another tip of uh, Amber's wand illuminate as the light seems to get leached out of the area around the grand staircase. You hear echoing throughout the uh, grand staircase. The sounds of shuffling footsteps and maybe a few other Lumos spells. Students on the staircase, maybe. Um, You see a few lights flicker on the staircase. And then um, you hear... Whispers. Alexander. Hmm? Alexander. Alexander, don't listen. Don't listen. Do you not? Cover your ears. Alexander, listen to me. Don't listen. I'm not listening. Look at me. Listen to me, Alexander. Rosalina puts a a smushed up roll into Alexander's ears. I grab him and I look into his eyes while she does that. I would like a roll from you, Alexander. I need you to try and resist influence, please. Okay. You've got a plus uh, your relationship with Rosie as Rosie has tried to shove food into your ears. Okay. Uh, Additional question. I feel my show courage against the dark figure. Does my negative one there apply to resist influence or only show courage rolls? It does apply. Okay. Then I will just roll my soul with a one just to network out the bonus from Rosie as well. On a 10 plus, you resist their influence and take a plus one forward if they try to influence you again. As you Um, sort of shake off this... Um, the speech that you feel like is trying to claw its way into your brain. Um, mm. Rosie is sort of right there and she's, you know, cramming food in your ears and it's just like a whoosh sort of uh, response. Clem, what did you, what were you doing? Yeah. I wanted to ask you um, if it was possible in this moment, if I could do and I read about that, about any creatures that are able to call out to a person and um, whisper like that. You can? Sure. I read Sorry. <laughs> can I ask a quick question while Merg's rolls? Sure. In the past, I've noticed we usually do show courage rolls in response to you calling for them. 
Is that a thing that we can ask to roll if we feel like our character is doing something to steal Always. themselves? Okay, cool. Sorry. Just wanted to check. Thank now, whenever you. you guys, uh, whenever you guys feel like a move is applicable, okay. feel free to sort of chime in with it. Okay. Thank you. Sure. Um, so, uh, Clem, you yeah. rolled a seven. Yeah. Your, I read about that. Ask me two questions. And then I read about that list. Where is it from? I don't know how to answer this right. I can pick another question if you want. Uh... You don't think it's a, a a magical creature. Okay. Okay. Um. Okay, then I probably won't ask a second question. I don't think that... I think all I wanted to know was whether or not I thought it was a magical creature based on my knowledge, so... Yeah. Okay. So... <laughs> Whispers for Alex. <laughs> Continue, but Alex, you steal yourself and shake them off as Rosie's sort of slammed her hands over your ears with food crammed in them. Um, you're, it's a bit hard to just hear anything now, um, but you can all hear like, Alexander, listen to me. Alexander. He's Alexander. busy right now. He's busy. So go mind your business. Alex is not interested. Uh, wh what is that noise? Who's who's saying that? Come out. Come out. Stop hiding. You hear Amber yell into the darkness. There's a few other students say, "What's going on? I don't understand. What's happening?" Olive? Uh, I had two questions. Can we understand the whispers? Yes. Like, we're, we clearly understand what it's saying? Okay. Uh, and then, could I could I do a show courage roll? Absolutely. Okay. So, Olive, as soon as she hears these whispers happening and she's seeing, you know, Rosie kind of defensively protect Alex, she's kind of clutching the newspaper even tighter. Uh... And I think she's drawing upon like a reserve of courage of reminding herself like knowledge is power and they have learned so much about this and they are more equipped going into this battle than ever. And I'm going to use my automatically succeed on a show courage role uh, as my house benefit uh, to, to get that plus one forward when we challenge it. Okay. You hear... The whispers again. All of you, all of you are doomed. All of you, all of you who have challenged him. All of you. All of you will fall. All of you. Who are we challenging? Let's just what? ignore it. 
let's keep moving forward. Yeah, keep moving let's keep forward, going. everyone. Okay, it, I, don't, I yeah. don't understand what, what's happening. What, what's <laughs> going on? Who is this? This Show is the yourself. emergency. This is the we emergency we told you about. And you, you see uh, Amber sort of cast another spell, and she says, uh, Lumos Spotifico! And the, the light bursts forth from her wand, shining around the room um, uh, of this, uh, around the, uh, the staircase. The staircase sort of brightly becomes illuminated, and then you see the light start to fade back in. Things grow quiet for a second. You start to see the students on the staircases looking around confused. And all of you are stood there. Amber's uh, looking around. What was that? What's going on? What, 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 what was doing that? Rosalina gently peels the mushed up rolls out of Alex's ears. Okay, I think you're safe <sighs> for now, but I'm just gonna keep these in my pocket for later, just in case. Be, be careful. Mm -hmm. I, I don't believe that it's really gone. Should I put it back in? I can put. I can put. Alex, you want? You want to just, keep them in? We should keep, just hurry. Keep no, it so close. Keep ones and ones at the ready, everyone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, we got it. Amber uh, says. All right, hurry, hurry, this way, this way. And she sort of uh, shoves you along, trying to get you to move towards the headmaster's, uh, headmistress's office. Um, and you find yourself outside the headmistress's office with the um, the sort of sign-in book. And Amber uh, waves her wand, and uh, she says, um, Emergency! Uh, Amber Barrows, Prefect! And there's a, a sort of swirl of light and this sort of chime-like sound that um, illuminates the the book, and you can automatically see the um, the doorway uh, start to illuminate. And Amber um, uh, Amber says, "Poppycock!" And the door starts to split open. What do you do? Walk in. <laughs> yeah, I think Olive kind of briefly looks over her shoulder to make sure everyone looks like confident and ready to, to move in. And then <laughs> uh, I think upon hearing that sound, uh, she's going to make eye contact with Alex and, and just kind of give like a firm little nod as, as a stealing ourselves kind of look and uh pushes forward briskly very quickly into uh headmistress's office okay you walk inside and inside um you can see the familiar candlelight um as uh amber 
sort of rushes in and she says, uh, head, headmistress, headmistress, I'm sorry, there's, there's an emergency. Uh, several students, uh, uh, came forward. They, they were very scared and something just happened in, in the grand, grand staircase. Uh, strange voices, um, and, and the, 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 the light was leached out. And inside you can see, uh, headmistress McGonagall, uh, stand up from her desk she um she's got a, a shocked face um as as you make your way in and she says explain what's happened um we we found the identity of the person that i um fought uh, dueled with at the bottom of the stairs I know who it is. You have? How did you find out this information? I saw them in the paper. In the paper? And Olive's gonna take the paper out and kind of like slap it down and point to the, uh, the aforementioned article. It's him, headmistress. This is the man that attacked me. It makes so much sense. Uh, magical creatures, this is how he might have the Gloacus here. This is how he's able to uh, control them so well. It, it all adds up. And this is definitely the man that I saw. I know it. She takes a look at the newspaper and she says, You're quite sure that this is the person? I would bet my life on it. Headmistress. Mm. Then when we were coming here, there was shadows again, and they were trying to talk to me, and it felt like they were trying to get into my brain. And then they said that well, anybody that challenged them was gonna perish or go away or get we meet their maker. Doomed. Yeah, doomed, that was the word. Doomed. That we would fall, I think. Mr. Pippin, <laughs> this whisper, it was directed at you, you say? So it was, it was, it did it when we were in the hospital wing as well, it said my name, and then this time it said my name again, and said to listen to it, and then, but it felt like it was like, didn't feel good in my head. Hmm. Perhaps a little jillimens. Headmistress. Um, I apologize, but you don't seem, um... I'm sorry, Miss Everglade. It's a bit of a shock, you understand. Mr. Moot... He was going to be part of the festival that we had planned here at the school. Um, that makes even more sense, right? Do you think he's just like taking all uh, the creatures and putting them in his bag, like the dragon, or like perhaps the squid? I don't know Question. what to think. As it stands right now, 
You say that this is him, Miss Everglade. You're quite sure. Absolutely positive. There's not a doubt in my mind. Olive, I would like you to make a roll for me. I would like you. So, it's a weird roll that I'm going to have you make here because this is for you to remember something. And this is, I guess, going to be an I read about that. Okay. It's the closest thing that we can have you roll. Am I rolling with any kind of modifier with relationship or? Nope. Okay. Thirteen. The string of good luck rolls continue for Olive. You have seen Colin Moot before, Olive. Before coming to this school, in fact. You remember seeing Mr. Moot when you were younger. He met with your parents. There was an event that took place. I believe your mother has a, uh, let me just double check here with your parents. Your mother knew him. Um, she had invited him to a, uh, a party. And we have a sort of little scene take place in your head for a moment. We see a young olive, probably maybe... Eight years old, something about like that. About eight years old. Outside, at a party, there are other witches and wizards there. Just outside your family's home. There is a sort of happy-go-lucky kind of experience happening here. A young Olive sort of rushing up to her mother, Delphine. You can see that uh, she's just gotten uh, prepared one of your favorite dishes. father is speaking with some other witches and wizards in the background. And Delphine, her mother, is, um, she's got probably something for you that she's sat down on a table and she says, Olive, 
Olive. Yes, Mum. Come on, let's get you something to eat. All right, Mum. What did you make? Your favourite, dear. Oh, you made me shepherd's pie. I did. I did. <gasps> Thank you, Mum. You're welcome. I was just saying the other day that it had been so long since we had last had shepherd's pie and I didn't think we were going to get to have it so soon. So this is quite a surprise. Thank you. You're welcome, dear. As I said, good manners will always get you good rewards. Good manners, good rewards. Good manners, good rewards. Yes, mum. Olive, did you have a chance to meet uh, one of our guests? Um, no, not yet. I was, um, playing with the animals, um, everyone's so grown up, Mum. It's I, fine, you don't have to worry, they're all happy to be here, they're all excited. Alright, um, will you introduce me though? Alright, um, have a bite and I'll see. Uh, I think he's talking to your father. Uh, hold on a mo. So we see young Olive sat down, tucking in to her meal. Well, we see Delphine um, off in the uh, background speaking to Olive's father, Graham. And uh, there's a the group of people here that are um, sort of chatting in the uh, in the background. The party goers are just kind of um, uh, just kind of enjoying themselves. And you can see that there's a few like m magical creatures uh, of various varieties that are. It's almost, it's not quite a petting zoo, but there, there's a few that are uh, having some fun with some other, um, some other kids and stuff, uh, getting chased about and whatnot. And um, you can see that there is a tall uh, man that is being led over by uh, your mother. And he, uh, he's got a smile on his face. And he says, Oh, is this your daughter then? It's so nice uh, to see that you've made quite a family for yourself, Delphine. Oh, thank you so much, Colin. Um, yes, this is my daughter, Olive. Olive, um, say hello to Mr. Moot. Hello, Mr. Moot. A good day to you, Olive. It's uh, nice to see you. Are you a friend of my mum's? Oh, your mother and I go back, uh, well, a few years now at least. So do we. I've known her, like, literally my whole life. That's funny. Your daughter has a very good sense of humor. Yes, she does. Yes, she does. Um, so, Olive, um, 
do you do you um do you want to show Mr. Moot um some of your friends? Do you want <gasps> to introduce him to some of the animals that we have here? Do you like animals, Mr. Moot? I do. It's my job. It's your job to like animals. Yes, it is. I didn't know you could do that for a job. That's brilliant. And Olive kind of like looks for somewhere to write that down and she can't find anything. So you just see her go, you can do that for a job. Okay. okay. Um, yeah, I could introduce you. I could introduce you to my favorites. Um, it depends on what kind of creatures you like. And if you're easily frightened, because if you're easily frightened, then I don't want to put you in a situation where you're going to be nervous because I understand I was nervous the first time I had to interact with them. Um, but we have so many different creatures and I named them all myself. Um, but we do have some new babies if you would like to help name some too. Well, why don't you show me your favorites? I will well, say though, that it's one of the important things you need to have if you do work with animals to not get scared easily. You have to be very strong-willed. What do you do when you get scared, Mr. Moot? I like to think that when I get scared, I like to think that that fear is something that I can grab hold of and throw it aside. I don't know. It's the thing that always lets me push forward. Throw it aside. That's a good idea. Um, do you want to come meet my favorite, my best friend? I do. Okay, mum, we'll be right back, but don't let anyone eat this shepherd's pie, because that's, I'm going to come back for that, all right? All right, dear. Okay, um, Mr. Mott, hold my hand so you don't get lost. <laughs> my name is Moot. Moot, Mr. Moot, hold my hand so you don't get lost, please. Okay. Okay. And Olive is going to kind of swing his arm a little and guide him out around the side of the property uh, where they have an enclosure for a hippogriff. So, as you approach the hippogriff, he says, Oh, you have a hippogriff here. What's your hippogriff's name? Her name is Cassiopeia. Only I get to call her Cassie. Um, but that's only for me because we're best friends. So don't do that because she doesn't know you yet. You call her Cassiopeia. All right. And he begins to approach the hippogriff. And before he does, he bows his head. waits for the hippogriff do the same olive kind of pops up over his shoulder and she goes it's okay cassie mom said he's a friend he's okay cassie 
bows her head. And he looks up and he says, That's a good hippogriff. My name's Colin. It's nice to meet you. He puts out his hand. And we return to Hogwarts. Olive, you remember this face. You remember that, but you can't remember what happened next. I remember more now. Remember more, Miss Everglade. What do you mean? Yes, I mean I um I dueled him in the in in the the hall um at the staircases, but I was wondering, I couldn't figure out why his face stood out in my brain so well when I only got to see him for a few moments, and I just realized I met him when I was a little girl. He. You he met him when you were a little girl? He knew my mum, and he came to our home once, and... Um... My mum asked me to show him our magical creatures that we had. So I introduced him to my hippogriff. And then what happened? He... He bowed, like you're supposed to, but I can't remember how Cassiopeia reacted, and I can't remember anything about that night afterwards. It's just gone. Very peculiar indeed. This Mr. Moot, as I mentioned, he was supposed to be a part of the festival that was planned that I'm sure you've all heard about by now. I believe that Miss... Mrs. Commander knows him as well. I've spoken with him, but briefly. He seemed an odd man. But I suppose that it makes sense. I'll... I'll get the word out to the rest of the professors. In the meantime, I want you all to return to the Great Hall, stay where the rest of the students are and the prefects, and I will also ensure that there is a professor nearby as well. We don't want any other surprises to happen. Yeah, um, we think that maybe something with the vanished wing might be involved, so I don't know if you want to post guards near there, just in case. What does the vanished wing have to do with any of this? Are you referring to the book that was taken? Well, that, yeah, and... Like everything else. Um, yes, headmistress. Um, well, one of the ways that we experience 
the Banished Wing last year was uh, what we believe to be some sort of portal through a cage. And we, of course, don't know whether the cages are still in the Vanished Wing, but it, the cage brought us to the cave. Oh, no, the cages so, were removed. Right, so mm. my theory is that um, one of the cages uh, leads to the caves, and perhaps that's how they're getting in to Hogwarts, is through the cages. So depending on where you've put them... The um, cages were moved to storage areas in the school. Well, that would explain why they're getting access to the school and how they can move all these places. I don't know. It's it's just a theory. That's such have. a big school. Where would you even keep the storage units? We have various storage areas throughout the school. Maybe investigation. Investigation. Aurors are probably best equipped, maybe. Yes, I will be sure to uh, alert the Aura's uh, Aura Silverberry and uh, Aura Sparks immediately. Hey, um, uh, it said that Professor, whatever his name is, Mr. Moody Pants, he, he was, uh, at the, didn't he get his picture taken at, like, the government place for the wizards? Isn't that what it said in the newspaper? The Ministry of Magic. He went to the Ministry of Magic and got his award there. And isn't that where the Aurors work? Do any of the Aurors that are here now, do you think that they are friends with Mr. Moots? Because I did see two figures when I saw suspicious figures. There was always two of them. And then there was the 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 Clement mime. They're probably just Clement Clem. So that's another. So there's at least two people. So we don't know who the other one is. And you think that one of the auras is responsible? No, 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 no. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying at this point, who do we trust? You know? He may have got their hair. I think is what speculation the is. Uh, not obviously. a good thing in this case. We must be wary, obviously. And uh, paranoia is uh, a burden that I don't know that we can uh, allow ourselves. Uh, we need to be cautious, but paranoia is the step beyond that. Well, okay. okay. Just, just be careful. Keep your wand handy. What do you recommend we do if we're walking through the halls and something attacks us or we hear that whisper again? Is there... Tries to get in my brain again. Maybe. I recommend that you do the following. First and foremost, if you are required, you should be with the prefect. But always listen to the prefect that is guiding you. If you are unable to do so, try to run first and foremost. If you can't run... And I expect you all to defend yourselves to the best of your abilities. Yes, headmistress. Okay. Thank you, headmistress. Good luck! I will be contacting the other professors immediately and speaking with uh, Mrs. Scamander. Mm. Hopefully she can shed some light on the situation. And in the meantime, what in would you like? In the meantime, you will return to class, as that is the safest place for you. 
Okay. Yes, headmistress. She sort of like looks down for a second and says, at least for the moment. Okay. That's comforting. Hmm. Well, I think we should hold hands and walk back to the Great Hall together and Sounds like friend, a maybe. we can, because yeah. we only have one hand each, because the other hand's for our wands. Prefect oh, I hold my Barrows! Hold... Oh. Prefect <laughs> Barrows, please escort everyone back to the Great Hall, and take extra great care to keep your eyes open for anything strange. But you can also cover your ears if there's whispers. Do you want me to put the Do you want me to put the rolls back in now, Alex? I don't know if it's sanitary. I have another roll. I, I don't know if rolls are sanitary. Okay. Well, uh, if you get scared, I got, I got rolls. Okay. They're okay in an emergency, but okay. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Prefect Barrows starts to herd you out of headmistress's, uh, headmistress McGonagall's office. And um, she says, all right, all right, everybody uh, follow me. Um, let's head back. And um, um, perhaps all of you should cast a, a Lumos spell just so that we have extra light just in case. Yeah, yes, of course. Is the fate my time? Uh, okay. So, Clem, you successfully cast your Lumos spell. This is a year one spell, so make sure that you're uh, adding in your plus one bonus here. Oh, I forgot to add my plus one. Oh, I you also cast did. Lumos Spotifico? Yeah. Okay, you turn the high beams on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, Olive super blasts uh, a Lumos Spotifico. Uh, Olive uh, choose uh, two side effects. Okay. Is is Lumos Spotifico? It's not a first year, right? Uh, it's a second year spell. Okay, cool. Um. I'm going to say the spell has a diminished effect. Uh, I think I think a lot of the time when that spell is super successful, it's because her heart's in it. And with this, she's frustrated with the prefect, you know, just walking them back like normal. And so I think her heart's not quite in it. Uh, and with even with the diminished effect, it's still like you said, more high beams than, than turning on a flashlight. Mm. So I think someone or something would be alerted to the casting of it because it's so strong out of nowhere. Yeah, and I think it's uh, the diminished effect is it's kind of like a little bit strobe lighty. Mm. Um, so wherever you're pointing it, it's it's like super high beam off, super high beam off. It's almost like your wand is kind of like... Um, Rosie, are you uh, casting a Lumos spell? No, I will be leeching off of everyone else's Lumos spell. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, see, that worries me. Should I be casting my own Lumos spell? 
we're all in a group, right? Like we're not like so, splitting off. Uh, oh God. Uh, Prefect Barrows is uh, sort of leading you all off. And um, what's your marching order again? Same I, thing. I would assume the same unless anyone wants to switch it up. No. Um, no, I think that if we're staggered like that too, like we're both near somebody that's Castaluma spells, so okay. Ooh, I might yeah, that's a good in idea in front of Alex though, like if he's feeling because I'm feeling very like, yeah, and he's feeling kind of uh I would have linked arms with Rosie then to have like Olive's dominant wand hand is out and then she's gonna see that Rosie isn't doing the spell and she's like, come on, Rosie. So she's gonna kind of link arms to keep her right next to her. And I Go never got, I never perfected that one. And I'll walk next to Alex. Um, Clem, Clem. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Do do you? Right. So the the couple the times were. Uh, let me start again. Clem. Okay. Pst. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So some of the times that we've seen the figure, they've been. And the the staircase, and from there they can access lots of places. Do we have? Do we know of any storage places near the staircase? Have we seen any? Have there? Have we had to go and get things for professors, or seen professors go get things? Uh, yeah, that we could just check on the way back, maybe. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, just, that I, good. I could just step in and finiti incantatum, and then turn off the portal, and we're saved. Okay. Yeah. Um. We can keep an eye on it. Um. Alex, can I ask you a weird question? Uh, yeah, a super sure. weird question that I'm pretty sure you'll be r really mad at me about. Uh, I'm sorry I'm in probably advance. too scared to be mad, so you'll be okay, probably. Go ahead. Um, ha have you, like, heard from your dad at all? We don't stay in touch. Why? No reason. See, that part makes me a little mad. Yeah, okay. I like I'm reasons. just trying to figure out who could be calling your name. <laughs> right. You know? And kind of knowing you and calling your name, it's kind of like, I don't know. Maybe a bad thing? But no, well, no. See, like, I don't like. I don't like him all that much. Um, or, or my mom, or kind of both of them, or we don't get along well. But I don't think he's a dark wizard. No, I, I'm. I'm just, sorry. I didn't mean to insinuate. No, that he it's was. okay. He's just. It's kind of scary. The times that I've seen him. No, well, kind of, but then, but then also not. He's, I don't know. He just wanted to, uh, I don't know. I, 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 not the time. Maybe some other time we can talk about my relationship with my dad. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to. Just, just the, the wheels, you know. Yeah. They go yeah, yeah. When I don't want them to. Return the wheels towards storage areas. Do we storage know units? Any? Yes. Storage Apart from the, areas. you know, the dungeons. You know the, the dungeon one, but is there any near the staircase? Is there? Hey, whack. Could I do an I read about or 
What would it be? Would it be like, and I read about that role about me knowing where storage units are because I'm so often working in the kitchens with Lottie. Yeah. Okay. Mm, I have a relationship with Lottie. Would I add that to my I read about that role? No. Okay. Ten. Okay. Um... Uh, where is it from? AK, like, where is it? Where is, where, near there? Near a storage area that you know about. Um, basically the, uh, the, the, the kitchens, um, have a big storage area, like a, like a cellar below them. Mm -hmm. Um, there's uh there are several storage rooms off of the grand staircase there's four of them okay and maybe for oh because i get three questions who do i know that's related to maybe another one of the storage units mm, i'd just say lottie lottie um what does it look like? What does that storage unit look like? Like, I know it's probably mostly food, but are there other things being stored in that cellar? Yeah, you've probably taken stuff to, I'd say at least one of the other ones by the Grand Staircase. Um, it's usually like heavy stuff um, that uh, more of the like advanced witches and wizards uh, should probably deal with. Um, just, just to make it easier, um, it's requires some more advanced spells to move that stuff. Um, a normal, like Wingardium Levios is probably not going to cut it to carry some of those things. So like big, heavy, like wooden furniture and stuff like that might be kept here. And I know where that one is. Cause I've been yeah. to it before. Yeah. Okay. It'd be, it'd be probably on the bottom, uh, bottom floor. Okay. Um, so, hey, I was being nosy. I know I was supposed to be just, like, linking arms and, like, walking forward and being quiet, but I was listening. Um, uh, so when I work with Lottie, the, I, I know that we have the cellar, and that's where I go to get, like, all the extra food if we're, like, running out of food and I bring it up from the cellar. But also, one time I had to get, like, some big, heavy cast iron pots and pans, and they were in this huge, big box, and that was in a storage room on the bottom floor of the, of the, of the staircase. So, like, if you're looking for heavy stuff, like, perhaps a cage, I would know where that is. Okay. Uh, okay. Oh Rosie, you genius. Rosie. Having a part-time job is kind of useful, right? Rosie, that's brilliant. Yeah. Right, but we, but we have the prefect. Yeah, that's true. Um, we do have the prefect. Uh, I also, um, have this, hold on one second. I, Rosie's gonna put a forgetfulness potion onto a cookie. And offer that to the prefect. I would like to assist by trying to block Rosie from the view of the prefect since we're walking next to each other. 
Mm. I would like to pray to the wizarding gods. <laughs> can, can I hear what that sounds like under your breath, please? So this is oh, a convince. God. This is a convince roll, Rosie. Okay. Uh, Olive is helping you. Would you say that I have my plus one uh, with food to help me here? No. But I'm you, using you, a cookie. Yeah, that's great. But you get to pick one relationship, and this is. Oh wait! Be... Oh, I'm using Olive. I'm yeah. sorry. I you know selective here. Olive, Olive is helping. Okay. Okay. So uh, as a Amber is a fellow Hufflepuff, it's probably hard for her to turn down a snack here and there. Um, <laughs> uh, so you um. You, uh, you see Amber like, what's going on? Why is everybody moving so slow? Come on. I've got to get you back to the gray hall. Oh, I'm so sorry. I was handing out cookies because we were feeling a little nervous. Um, I got this one for you if you wanted it. I fresh baked them this morning. When did you have time to do that? <laughs> uh, I work with Lottie and I didn't want her to be alone. Everything's been so scary and I nervous bake. All right. And she snatches the cookie and starts. I would like to say that this is a forgetfulness potion, kinda. So I don't think that it lasts as long as it normally would. Okay. Amber is like looking at you for a second. She's munching the cookie. Well, come on. Okay. You were leading the way, right? Yes. We've got to go back to the storage. You were closet. headed back to lunch, and we are going to go grab some stuff from the kitchens for later, remember? So we'll meet you there, okay? Right, but... But I would go... Yeah, I would go oh, fast oh. before lunch is over because okay. you didn't eat. All right. Yeah. I'm very hungry. Yeah, you're starving. I'll see you later, okay? Thanks for walking us. Meet you later. Bye. Uh, I suggest we get out of here as quickly as possible. You have used what? up that potion, by the way. Yeah, I deleted it. Rosie, why did you? Why did you? Was, was that why did you do that, Rosie? Oh, I, it's a forgetfulness potion. Anyways, let's go. Uh, we should uh, down the uh, stairs uh, at the bottom of the stairs. Okay, let's just go. Yeah. Wands out, ready. And prepare for a battle. You head to the storage area. What do you think that the storage, uh, like the, the storage room, the exterior looks like, Rosie? Oh, I assume it's a very unassuming door at the bottom of the staircase. Like it's like creaky and brown and it's just like n nobody's going to notice it because there's 8,000 doors in the Hogwarts castle, but it opens up to like a massive room, you know? So the four of you approach the storage room. The sort of unassuming looking room has a great big wooden door cracks and such in it and uh, how are you positioning yourselves as you walk closer to this room I would like to stay arms linked with Olive if possible yeah I have my wand out but my other arm is linked with Rosie 
I guess me and Clam are bringing up the rear. Yeah, wands out. At this part, I've probably uh, hooked my arm around Alex's arm just so that we're a unified force. Okay. Cast first ask questions later. I think yeah. that's the way to go. Yeah, just stay safe, everyone. All right. Rosie? What? Yeah? Uh, after you. Oh, I'm going first. Okay, cool. Yeah, I've got it. Rosie yanks the door open. I'm assuming it's like a heavy old wooden door, so she's like really tossing her body into it. Okay. You pick the big heavy door. <laughs> Slides partially against the stone floor. You can see your wand light reflected off of the walls inside. You can see sort of like towering large furniture and stuff precariously balanced in there. Um, a lot of like dust probably uh, milling about. You can see beams of light um, uh, from your wands sort of uh, illuminating dust that's moving through the air. It's a nice I... bed frame. Shh, 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 Just look for the cage. Look for the cage. Oh, okay. Stay, stay, in, stay, stay, in, stay in pairs at least. Yeah. Can I make a notice something roll as we're looking for the cage? Sure. Uh... Am I am I able to use my relationship with Rosie if we're looking in pairs together? Yes. Or no? Yes? Okay. Thank you. But... Mm, no, you have Lumos. No, you're good. Never mind. Okay. Nine. You can choose one from the list. Is there anyone or anything sneaking around? I think you hear a noise that is probably like a sound of some scraping on the stone, some scrabbling on the stone. It sounds like it's coming from somewhere inside the room, maybe to your right somewhere. Wand at the ready. Okay. Okay. Just approach slowly. Mm -hmm. We okay. can handle this. Wait. And if we can't, we run. Okay. okay. You're heading towards where you heard the noise? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh -huh. I don't think we're splitting up. I think maybe all all of us are going in the same direction. Sure. All of you are moving through the dark with your wands illuminated. Olives is sort of spitting 
high beam light uh, sporadically, like a bit like a strobe effect, which probably just makes things worse, frankly. Because <laughs> it's a bit like a haunted house kind of thing. Um, as uh, you're illuminating, you see like this stark, bright, hard contrast shapes from the strobe light effect of Allah's wand, the shadows creating all these like horrific images um, as you're looking all around and you can see there's like tables and stuff that are up on upended and like some bed frames. There's uh, a, like some stacked desks in there and there's no windows in here. So the only light really is your, your Lumos spell. Um, it's a big wide storage space. And you hear this like to your left, Alexander. I turn with my limos outstretched towards it and I like up and clam. Yeah, I turn with my nice. There's a desk that's precariously balanced that is wobbling a little bit. I'm sorry, what? Wait, halt, wait. Um, I would like to notice something if I could. Okay. Okay. Do you have a relationship with me that you could choose? Oh, no. Clem? Yeah? You said you were linked up with Alex? Yeah, I'm, I'm holding his arm. Something grabs your ankles, Clem. And that is where we're going to take our break. I would like to point out that it's Christmas time and not Halloween. (laughs) (laughs) What? What? Okay, fastest break, let's go. Okay, everyone. Yeah, let's see. Let's get back here. We got stuff to do. Spells to cast. We're going to take a little bit of a break here, folks. So if you haven't done so, please make sure you follow all of these lovely people. Please make sure you follow us here on Table Story. And if you have yourself a Prime Gaming that you haven't used yet, consider throwing it their way. Get yourself some emotes. Go support these lovely people. We are going to take a little bit of a break. So, how we'll be dare back you in put this happy minutes. music on? <laughs> we'll be back in just a few minutes. Hang tight for more witchcraft and wizardry. Back in just a little bit. Clem. Yes. Something has grabbed your ankles and pulls hard. Alexander, I need a struggle roll from you as you realize that Clem is being pulled and you're holding on to her. You can roll your relationship with Clem. Okay. That's good. Me and Clem are good friends. So. Huh? Oh, a seven. A seven. Choose one from the struggle list, please. Um. I think I'm going to go with, um. Surprise them. 
the person that's grabbing Clem because they're expecting, I'll just pull on this and then, yeah, then expect the resistance. So I'd like to surprise them, throw them off a little bit. Clem, your ankles yeah. are pulled hard, but Alex sort of grabs you as you're pulled. You don't <laughs> smash into the ground like face first. You're held by Alex, and it's kind of a stumble. You sort of fall quickly to the ground, but Alex saves you from smacking into the ground. Um, but you can feel these cold, claw-like hands wrapped around your ankles pulling you. All of you begin to hear this sort of uh, a rattling of the furniture around you. And like furniture is shaking and rumbling all about you. Uh, Clem, claws are wrapped around your ankles and they are pulling. Alex is pulling from the other side. What do you do? Um, I'm going to cast uh, Stupefy. Where? Can I... At my feet, like Alex has got you from one side. Oh. Something else has your ankles. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm probably just honestly, I'm probably just you can kicking. Probably, you can probably shrug off Alex if you want. It's up mm, to you. No, I think I'm. I'm just like kicking what's on okay. my foot, and yeah. Uh, first and foremost, I'm going to need a show courage. I'm gonna use my automatic this week. Look fear in the eye and do not break. Gain plus one forward when challenging it. So, I would like you to struggle, please, and you have a plus one forward. <laughs> a ten. So, you feel this thing grabbing your ankles. You kick hard. You feel something sort of uh, uh, rebound as you kick, and there's this sort of like squelched noise as you feel something connect with your foot. It lets go of your ankles, Alex. You pull Clem free of whatever it was. The desks and and uh, like the bed frame and stuff, they begin to rattle and move about. Um, what are the rest of you doing? I would like to, I imagine that like we hear what's happening before we see it. So Olive's gonna whip around and can I, can I see even a part of what's holding on to Clem? You've still got your Lumos Pontifico illuminated right now. You're turning that way with the Lumos Pontifico spell. It's kind of, it's strobe lighted and there's a lot of stuff in the way. You see something beyond all of the like furniture and stuff, but you can't really make it out. Okay. Um, I would like to, I would like to aim in the direction of where I can see Clem struggling. Like, it sounds like there's a lot kind of blocking my vision and making it a little hard to tell what's happening, but Olive's going to aim in that general vicinity. Sure. Uh, oh gosh. And she's gonna aim where she thinks the attacker- You need a show courage roll. <sighs> okay. 
Is this is this the same opponent that I showed courage against earlier? No. Okay. Okay, a nine. The good rolls continue for Olive. You stand strong, but are still scared of this terror. Choose one from the show courage list. Uh, let me know. Let me know if this makes sense. I'm just curious about the wording. For the last one, it says you let your friends down, but gain a plus one forward. Does that mean that something happens in the moment that I'm letting them down with, or? That's up to you. You're getting to make this choice. Okay. Um, I want you to, to figure out how you're letting your friends down. I feel like from Olive's perspective, the fact that Clem is even in this situation means that she's already failed. She's already let them down. It, like in her mind, it is her job to be protecting her friends and make it so no harm is coming to them. No one should have ever touched Clem to begin with. And she feels like she has already failed in that something is grabbing Clem. And so I think where she's getting this reserve of courage from is realizing like she feels like the worst has already happened and she physically can't afford to not be brave in this moment and to like step up and do better to fix what she's already failed to prevent, I guess. Okay. What do you do? Uh, Olive is pointing, pointing her, um, wand in the direction that she thinks the, the attacker is grabbing onto Clem with, and she's going to cast Immobilis. Okay. Go ahead and cast it. Do I, do I use my relationship with Clem? As, uh, as a modifier here? Not in this case, no. Okay, cool. You begin to cast Immobilus. Two side effects happen, though, as you roll a nine and something goes wrong. What happens in this case? Oh, gosh. Um... So normally, the most accurate. There's a lot of yeah. stuff around. There's people in the way. What's going on? Yeah. So normally, Immobilis immobilizes and completely stops the action of the target. I think the two that make the most sense here would be the spell has a diminished effect, and one of the players takes a condition from a partial misfire. I'm I'm guessing that the spell itself was successful, but based on how obscured everything is here, um, I think Olive kind of lands a bit of it at Clem. And instead of one person being completely frozen, I think it slows both of their movements down where they're not frozen in place, but more of like moving through molasses almost. I'm so sorry, Clem, I love you. Okay, so Clem, you you feel the spell sort of like hit you and you're trying to move, but it feels like you're moving in molasses. Um, there's this like strange uh, squelched sound 
from beyond the uh, the tables and the chairs, and they begin to rattle and move. They look like they're about to fall over onto Clem and Alex. What do you guys do? Um, I can't cast, move very much. <laughs> I'll cast Wingardium Leviosa on like the one that's like directly over us, so it kind of like holds there and deflects the other one and gives us a second to get out of the way. Okay, try and give it a try and give it a shot. <sighs> Wingardium Leviosa, a nine. goes wrong as you cast a nine as you cast a spell and get a nine um I think in my hurry to do it uh my swish and flick isn't that great so it has a diminished effect um and uh I think someone or something is alerted to the casting of the spell like I've maybe brought focus onto myself so instead of uh, catching like what you want to catch, only like the topmost thing that's kind of falling, which is like a desk, you slow it and you can't seem to move it where you want it to move. It's still about to like crash towards you. I need a roll from you, Alex, as you try to uh, get out of the way. What are you trying to do here? You realize it's it's moving, it's still moving, and you can't quite move it out of the way. Yeah, I'm just gonna try and like. Uh... Like, throw it one way and throw myself the other way. Myself and Clem. Yourself and Clem? Yeah. And I've probably got two hands on my wand at this point, so I can't grab her, but I'm, like, launching myself in that direction, hoping to maybe catch her. Are you trying to shield Clem? I... I my option is to either get out of the way myself or get Clem out of the way and take the hat, I would get Clem out of the way and take the hat. So All I right. launch Talk myself out, into Clem then. Okay. Uh, do I use my relationship with Clem? Yes. Good, because Clem and I are good friends and... <laughs> Ten seemed more dangerous than it was. You struck off the hit without any problems. However, you are hit by a desk and you sort of like <laughs> fall backwards. Um, I think you probably fall like onto Clem, but the desk like lands and probably hits something else on the way down. So it just, it's like kind of glancing. Like it just, you maybe get like a scratch yep. or something. Um, <sighs> and it sort of clatters around, <laughs> falls right by you. Rosie. Uh, what's going on? You're seeing Alex, like, get shielded from this desk. There's stuff that's falling down now all about you. What are you doing? Um, I think that Rosie is going to take her vitamin. She has a Vitamix potion on her and try to use that extra speed to help get in the way and pull her friends out more quickly than they would be able to normally. Okay. You're going to drink your Vitamix potion. Is this a, a regular one? It's a perfect Vitamix potion. Okay. You drink it, and uh, there's like a little bit of pep in your step as you try to uh, you try to do what exactly? I'd like to know how you're doing this. I think that uh, they're 
in this moment, like I almost see it as like an adrenaline rush with Vitamix. So like they're super like in the moment, like just trying to figure out what's going on. But I'm I can see like more clearly and more quickly now. So I'm trying to like get them up and out of harm's way as quickly as possible. So I'm like pulling Clem up and pulling her to the side and then going to get Alex and pulling him to the side. I think Olive's probably is Olive in the way as well. Olive is probably not in the way. I think Olive sort of distanced herself, yeah, to cast the spell. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, I would like you to... I guess this is going to be a struggle. Um, And you have a plus one because of your Vitamix. And... um, you can, depending on who you're trying to help specifically, you can roll mm-hmm. with your relationship with them. Okay. I'm going to use my plus one with Clem. They're the same bonus, so. Yeah, if I see you coming over, go get Clem. She can go and spell cast. Okay. So, Rosie, you grab Clem. She seems to be moving strangely, um, but you pull her away as more things crash all about you. You can see, like, wood sort of splitting and splintering as, like, a few table legs and things crack, and, like, this heavy wood um, furniture sort of, like, uh, smashes nearby, um, like, loud, thunderous booms that are echoing in this room. Um, off of the walls. Uh, you've pulled Clem aside. Alex uh, is still uh, sort of, there's still stuff coming down all about him. Uh, Olive, you think you've connected with whatever was on the other side, but you can see that this furniture is sort of falling down still. Um, Rosie has pulled Clem just out of the way of some of it. What are you doing? Um, are there still like big pieces of furniture precariously okay um olive is going to point her wand at them and uh yell spongify okay cast a spell (gasps) olive you cast spongify And we see furniture that's about to collide with Alex. Alex, you probably brace yourself. And it just kind of... Sort of bounces. Like, it's still heavy. So, like, the inertia is still, like... And it, like, like jumps way too high. You know, so the furniture kind of, like, bounces off the wall. Collides with some other stuff. You feel it, like, the, the room sort of, like, echoing the vibrations of this, like, heavy stuff, like, falling over. Dust billows in. Like, as the furniture's, like, tumbling over, you're all getting, like, dust in your eyes, and it's hard to blink and see. And there is something moving behind where uh, the tum- the furniture and stuff began to tumble down. Um, Alex, what are you doing? I'd like to notice something. Okay. Try and notice something. Yes. All right, that's a 12. You guys are rolling really well. Uh, uh, this is the time to do it. Um, all right. I think uh, you can ask two questions as you try to know something. Uh, what did it look like? Okay. 
So, <laughs> it did not look pleasant, number one. Okay. Um, uh, sorry, I'm trying to find it. Okay. Uh, so, it looked kind of like a... Um, mm, a creature of some kind that looked vaguely humanoid. Uh, it had sort of claw-like hands, grayish, brownish skin, um, and you think you saw some very sharp teeth. Okay. Can I combine did it seem dangerous with my house benefit to automatically succeed and I read about that move? Yeah, and sure. Figure out what this thing is. Hmm. Hmm. I have read a uh, dark creatures book and various other books. I like reading. No. Uh. So you still had. You had one more question. Yeah. From the notice something. It would have been did it seem dangerous? Um, if I can't use my house benefit at the same time. It definitely seemed dangerous. Um, I'm going to say not at the moment, just because it's a little too much happening all at (laughs) once. I want to kind of shift things around a little bit. I don't want to do rapid fire things right away. I start moving towards the rest. Head towards the door. There's a a clawy, toothy thing. I can barely move. I, I'm I still got. I still got Clem. I'm using okay. my plus one Vitamix to get to use my speed on Clem. Olive, what are you doing? I would like. <sighs> There's a spell I want to do, but it's a year advanced, and I'm really nervous about trying it. Um. Do I do I know whereabouts the creature seems to be? You said it was kind of like obscured oh, behind yeah, especially something. Especially since it got slowed. Yeah, definitely. Okay, yeah, it's, so it, it's behind like a bunch of furniture and stuff. You can see it. Um, it's slowed, and um, it's like uh, it's got this like weird sort. Excuse me. It has this like weird sort of almost amorphous looking like uh, skin that you can kind of see through the um, through like the the gaps in the furniture Um, and it's you realize I think at this point that the area like below the desks and whatnot is a little wet Interesting. Okay, we'll think about. Well, the you can definitely see where it is. Okay. Um. Do Do I have a like clear shot at casting a spell at it, or do I need to move into a different position for that? If you want a clear shot, you definitely have to move into a different position. You'd probably have okay. to go around them. Olive if- is going. 
I was going to say, if I can see that Olive is staying behind and that she's like circling around to try to cast a spell on whatever it is, is there a way I can try to inspire her? How do you do? Uh, But we, we we don't get bonuses for magic though with that. Remember? Correct. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. I'm so just gonna help. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. Be safe out there, kid. <laughs> you got it. Thanks, bro. Okay. You guys get plenty of bonuses for magic already. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I'm going to. Olive is little girl on a mission. She's gonna move as quickly as she can. Um, around and literally like the second she can get a clear shot she's not gonna hesitate her wand is out and ready and she's going to cast stupefy okay try and cast a spell <laughs> okay 12 you, you guys have been rolling like insane so good today. people. Yes, finally. People. <laughs> How do you have so many bonuses? Wow. Um, I've been building towards this. I've been planning. Okay. So, uh, you cast the spell. And your stupefy connects. You can see this creature as you make your way around behind the desks. It has this, like, really strange appearance. You can see these, like, uh, these teeth. It's a, it's kind of like... It, it's weird, and it's sort of uh, grotesque-looking. Like, it has large eyes, and there's big teeth. And what you thought might have been, like, claws are actually kind of like tentacles... Um, and it has like a beaver tail and, um, it's trying to like snap, but it's moving like slowly and then stops after it's stupefied and it's sort of knocked out there. Can I see... The creature from where I'm standing, or would I have to walk towards her? Probably have to walk towards Olive. <laughs> okay, I've been I would keeping like... my eyes on it. So, like, since I seen Olive like heading over there, I would have like moved to like a flanking position if I can move around the other side. I think once I can tell that Olive's cast the spell, I would like to like. I'm leaving Olive by the door, you know, so that it, or, or I'm Same. leaving Clem by the door. So if she needs to escape. She can just be like, I gotta go. Um, Because she's slow right now. Uh, Like a little sloth. (laughs) But I think I'm going to go over to where Olive is and also try to get a good look at this creature. Can I do an I read about that once I see it? I'm just going to use my house benefit and do it on. Oh, all right, go ahead. But you can roll if you want. No, 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 no. Use your benefit for the love of God. Yeah, I'll use my house benefit. Like, now that I've got a second to think, when I see it, like, stunned, automatically succeed, then I read about that role. Um, sure. So, my questions... Uh, oh, what does it do? Where is it from? Um, 
And I guess, is it dangerous? Oh, very dangerous. Very, very dangerous. This is a bunyip. It's from Australia. It is a grotesque water spirit that lurks in swamps and creeks and is hungry for human flesh. Sounded so cute at first. Um, this eats people. That's a bunyip. It eats people. I read about that. It eats people. Olive doesn't say anything. She just rushes over to Clem, where Clem is still moving in very, very, very slow motion. And you. Anti-jinx. Olive points her wand at Clem and says, Finite incantatum. Cast a spell. For this one, do I use my relationship with Clem or no? Yes, definitely. Okay, cool. <laughs> okay, you cast the spell. And Clem, you slowly start to feel the strength return to your muscles and your limbs, and you can move normally again. I'm going to fly to my feet. I'm so sorry, Clem. I really didn't mean to. I was trying to save you, and I'm going to was... push past her while she's talking to me, and I'm going to uh, go look at this thing. Oh, okay. Um, Clam? Clam, I... it's a bunyip. Clam? It's a bunyip. <laughs> Do I... you think we could use... A... Should we kill it? Is that bad? No, we shouldn't, we shouldn't kill... kill it. Can we put it in a, a bottle or a jar to seal it up? And keep do you it know safe. How, to do that? how big are your bottles? A, a jar. This is the big thing, storage rate. There's got to be like a big jar, like for keeping. Cracking stupefy, Olive. This is brilliant. And I'm going to get do, as close to is? it. Clip, while no! I'm looking at it. Right, okay, wait, wait. If, if, if this is here, maybe they left it to defend their entranceway. So um, I'm going to just What's look under around the, the room. furniture? And investigate. All right. God, that Alex, was terrifying. You can try and investigate. <laughs> what are these? What <laughs> I'm so proud of us. Um. Okay. So, um, first and important question: Are there any traps? Yes, definitely. Don't want to touch anything. You can see that there are all sorts of... Um, first and foremost, there are obvious traps. <laughs> there are... Tripwires and... Tripwires and things, all tied about the furniture and whatnot... Uh, and definitely had a hand in everything sort of crashing down around you. Okay. Um, second question. Um, is there anything that's being hidden from me? Oh, yes. Definitely. I don't know how you notice. I'll leave this up to you. Mm -hmm. But... 
you stumble across one of the cages that you saw in the vanished wing. So as I'm lo- looking around and I catch the traps, I stop and I'm looking more carefully for things that reflect light, like wires or threads, and I think I just catch the glint of metal, like maybe under some uh, canvas or something like that. Actually, I found it. I found a cage. I was I found a cage. I found what? a cage. Can There's we, a cage? Can, don't move, because there's lots of traps, and we need to be very careful. If I, do you think I can finite incantatum in the cage, and then it will get rid of the portal? Um, I think the portal is probably more serious than a finite Yeah, that sounds like a, like a, it sounds like a, a spell like a parent would know. <laughs> it only, it will only stop, like, um, spell magic. If there's any other kind of magic at play here, it won't affect it. Okay, what if I Wingardium Leviosa the cage and and we float it out of here into the grand staircase and then up into the air so if anyone tries to come out of it, they fall. Okay, you'd have to hold that for a really long time and it's very heavy, Alex, and I think you're incredibly strong and smart and special, but I don't know if that's such a good idea. It feels like perhaps we should try to get a a professor but then you have to explain to how we're here to a professor you are you're near this bunyip thing yeah um yeah and it's you know it's got this like weird gurgly sort of breath like like its flesh is kind of like all gooey and amorphous and um, you know, these like tentacles that are sort of moving about, um, are barely moving. You know, this thing seems to be unconscious. It has these like big bulbous sort of eyes on the sides of its head. Um, it sort of has like a snout, but like at the end, like it has like these teeth that come down. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's like real wet uh all about where this thing is and it it the you can maybe that's how you noticed where the cage was alex the water um mm. it seems like water or whatever sort of moistness uh, on the the floor here um this thing sort of like slithered on the ground um, does it have any does it have any like what is the is it rubbery like a fish or does it have fur in the areas where it's not covered it's, in tentacles or yeah it's it's kind of both <laughs> okay it's kind of both clem is just an idiot i'm so sorry everyone she's gonna go and try and pluck some hair off of this thing okay sure um let's see clem I'm going to need a Um no, I don't need a roll. You do it. Just get it. What? Yeah. What? No roll. I'm suspicious. It's stunned. It's stunned. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. So, so what are we doing with the case? Shall I pull it out? Shall we I, shall... Oh, uh, quick idea. What if we yeah. just so do lock have the vial. creature in the yeah, cage? Yeah, so here. if anyone tries to use it as a portal, they're locked into it with the creature. Do you and like then we it... put the creature here? Yeah, 
how I'm assuming this moot guy who knows like a lot about creatures is like it's he, he knows how to body. tickle its ear to put it to sleep or something, you know? Sure. Yeah. But if it's in the cage, then when it wakes up, it can't get us and it buys well, us but, time. But look, it, it's it's look at it. It can slip through the cage bars, most likely. It's a water spirit thingy. It's liquidy. It can can it's not. So we need to act quickly on what we're doing with the cage. Should we run while it's stunned right now to Mistress McGonagall and tell her that it's stunned and that we Wait, found I've the cage? I've got an idea. What if I reduce you the cage? What if you reduce you the creature? Rosie's got a vial. The cage is the most. Claim. Look at me. Focus. Yeah, but. The cage is the, the. If we stop the cage, we stop everything. Okay. It's important. I, <sighs> I point could... my wand at the cage. Reduce you. Point your wand at the cage and cast a spell. <sighs> Go ahead and roll. It's first year spell, so I get a plus one forward. Oof, a nine. Okay. Now. What are the side effects that you're choosing? Okay. I don't believe there's anyone between me and the cage. Um, I think because I'm trying to cast it over a distance, I'm trying to hit a cage that has gaps in it. Maybe I don't make a good contact on it, so it has a diminished effect. I don't make it as small as I would like. Because um, ideally, I'd like to be able to just pick it up in my hand and just carry it out um and I think someone or something is alerted to the casting of the spell I know that's a risky one to choose because it's a portal cage thing but I don't feel like I would lose my wand at this point for a reducio spell okay for a frustio spell you cast the spell it hits the cage but nothing happens at first. <laughs> then there is a noise behind all of you. The door closes, enveloping you all in darkness. Anybody that has cast a spell and has removed their lumos, everything falls into darkness. I still have my Lumos. Clem still has her Lumos. Clem's wand is the only thing illuminating the area around, and you can see just the the barest hint of shadows all about you. Okay, we should move towards the door. I think that was a counter protection spell um, to stop things like that happening. So we Let's should go. leave now, and I think mm -hmm. Rosie was right. We just go get uh, Mrs. McGonagall. Yeah. Is it mm -hmm. locked? The door? Is the Can door someone check? Just Back move if I try to pull door. on the door, is it locked? Yes. It's locked. Okay, someone unlocked Anyone know Alohomora? I know Alohomora. Do you think it's probably the fancier one? Because you know there's Alohomora yes. and then there's the fancier Alohomora? Yes, I try Alohomora, but I don't think it's going to work. I think they're funneling us to force us to use the portal in the cage. 
I think this is a trap and we just fell right into it. Well, we can claim our way out of it. Open the door. You start to hear the sound of bubbling water coming from various parts of the room. Is this room filling with water? I think it is. I I turn towards the door. Now I see Olive turning. (laughs) Olive, you go. Olive, uh, the second she hears that, she's just going to turn and uh, say, Hello, Hamora, at the door. Cast spell, Olive. (sighs) Olive, you cast the spell. And as you do, more water begins to pour into the room. Okay, that's what I thought. Um... It's quickly filling up. Okay. It's it's up past your ankles now. Um, is there climbable furniture around here? And how tall is the room? There's definitely climbable furniture around here. The room is probably about 15 feet high to the ceiling. Okay, I think in order to buy some time, we need to do some climbing, okay? Uh, everybody uh, with uh, Lumos, head up first. And then people without okay. Lumos, head up after. Thank you. I start climbing and sort of, yes. Notice something for me, please. Okay. An eight. You were the closest to the bunyip. You notice that the water has reached the bunyip. It's starting to move. Uh, Guys, we got a problem. Bunyip's moving. Bun- Bunyip is moving. Okay, the water's got to be a the spell. waking it up. Finiti <laughs> incantatum. Do I know how to handle a Bunyip? Whack from my reading. <clears throat> uh, you can I read about that. Okay. Cast my spell. Nine. A nine. Okay, on a nine, uh, two things go wrong. What goes um, wrong? Why does it have to be two? <laughs> Can I haggle you down to one? Okay. Um. I really don't want to spell to have a diminished effect because I want the water to stop. Yeah, so for one, someone or something's led to the casting of the spell. I don't care. At this point, they, they know that we're here. We self the traps. They can know harder that we're here. Um, I think as I'm casting it, kind of in a widespread, trying to hit the source of this water, one of the other players takes a condition from a partial misfire. The other players choose, it says, so... You guys can choose. What? We were we were getting to higher ground, correct? We had, were about to. Yeah. I was gonna say. So, Alex, position-wise, had had you gone up first and you were casting no, the spell? No, I wasn't. I was trying to do it right away so I could 
figure out if it was working, you know? I think we were trying to, um, we were going to climb, but that's when I noticed that the bunyip was starting to move again. Yeah. I made the uh, connection water, bunyip, water spirit. Not a good thing. Let's stop the water. So... You're muted. I walked over to stand to look at the creature, so I'm probably... Prob oh, no. I'm by the door. Yeah, you yeah. tried to open the door. Um, and So I'm trying to think about who's closest, because I would have been close to Rosie because I cast Lohamora on the door right before that. Um... If I'm, I mean, if I'm close enough, I'll take a condition for that one. I just don't know. Okay. What? Up to you guys, what do you think happened? What was the other one that you're taking for this one, Scotticus? Um, someone was alerted to the casting of the spell, so okay, maybe it came out quite dazzlingly or something. Um. I'll, I'll say if there's depending on depending on how you did the spell and like what what comes out of it when you're doing it um you know I imagine Alex is kind of kicking butt with that one and maybe uh olive olive wants to cast a spell on the creature itself so I think maybe she was rushing up to like get closer into position uh and some of the like the ripples of power that are kind of coming off of this spell uh i think maybe knock her back like it, it, it's such a powerful charm and she just kind of uh as she's closer to alex when he does it it causes her to like physically fall back and uh i'm gonna say like hit herself hard enough that she she's physically injured from how much water there is and slipping and falling and uh, I'll take the injured condition for that okay sorry um okay so did it work is the water stopping so let's deal with Alex's stuff first yeah. Olive you are hit uh partially by the spell. Uh, maybe some of the water splashes up and uh, careens into some of the furniture and you're maybe smacked um, maybe like in, in the, on the hand or something. Um, and uh, you, you take like a, a hard hit to your hand and um, Alex, where you cast the, the spell, it did basically like a, like a circular area sort of like evaporated some of the water but it's not that big. The water's still kind of like overwhelming. Okay. I'd like to cast a spell. And I just want to clarify, you said the creature started to come to life when the water hit it, right? Started to wake back up. Cool. Um, Olive is going to take a deep breath and point her wand at the creature and cast impervious so impervious makes an object repel water and mist uh so year is that spell it's a third year spell so it's a minus one 
but that's that's not too big of a risk. It's not too big of a risk. It's just one okay. year. Um, quick I mean, question. With the, like twelve bonuses you have. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I was gonna say. You guys are like, can you guys get more bonuses? Like, what about like? Is that possible? Okay, so not to immediately ask a question about bonuses, but like just checking on that previous bonus from earlier, since I did the show courage and got the plus one against this creature, does that still count for this encounter yes. here? Okay, cool. So I'm just going to cancel out the forward to zero for the spell then. Okay. The 10. So, I cast a spell. And... Once you do, you can see the water sort of splashing off this, almost like a, like a bubble around this creature. Splashing all about. Um, it can't seem to reach the creature, and you can see the creature is still a bit, like, woozy, but it is moving. It's already been sort of woken up by this water. It is moving. The bunyip is moving. Well, I'll leave it um, That was good. I, um, I thought I haven't maybe... practiced many of the 30 spells, but do you think we could use the drought charm to get rid of all the water? Not all of it, but maybe a little bit. Oh, well, well, the... the, the Phoenician Cantarum got rid Water's of Water's up to man. your knees now. I do suggest we talk about this from the top of the furniture. Or the other option is that... We just use Bombarda on the door. Yeah, I was going to suggest that. Or we try to use the portal in the cages to get out of here. Why don't we but try we're to break be... the door down first? And then if that doesn't work, then we can try the portal. Okay, break door down. No work. Get in cage. Okay. Seems like okay. a solid plan. Uh, okay. back. Water's going to okay. waste. Okay. I'm going to try it. <sighs> <sighs> I cast it on the door. Sure. It's a minus one because it's a third year spell. A nine. What happens? Um. You got two side effects. I think I'm pretty in close to the door, by the way. I told you to stand back, but if you want to hear it, then you can take a condition from a partial misfire if you like. <laughs> Uh, I think everyone within this wing of the castle is alerted to the casting of the spell. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry, what was the other one? Rosie takes the condition. Okay. I took the injured condition. Okay. Because when your spell collides with the door... It bounces off Dear. and collides partially with Rosie. She takes the injured condition. Rosie, you're sent spinning through the water. The doors, the doors, the doors. The, the, I think we're in a magic box or something. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, I everything's... Think we should probably get in the portal before Rosie. we drown. Drink no, I'm good. I got bonds. a cookie. I'm good. I got a cookie. I run to okay. her and sort of grab her elbow. Are are we all good to go through the portal? 
me and Oliver will go through first. Huh? Let's try. One's up and ready. One's up. Okay. Oh god. Ready for combat. Yeah. I pull the canvas off the cage and then pull the cage door open. You've got a few things to worry about first. There are various traps that have been noticed by you <laughs> in this room. You yeah, still have to okay. get there. Okay, just follow me and... You all basically have to swim at this point. Okay. Okay. Oh, Keep um, your feet up off the ground. There's trip wires. Okay. Well, we can swim there. Yeah. Swimming. Just, I'm swimming just there. Follow, follow me and and keep your feet up off the ground. Alex, you're leading the way? Yeah, I I, knew, I didn't get to tell them where the traps were, so I have to lead them, yeah. Okay. Uh, Alex, I need you to um, struggle, please. I think that's the closest one for this. Now, you have a plus one because you noticed where the traps were before, but avoiding okay. them and helping the others to avoid them is the challenge here. Okay. I believe. And then... Choose one from the list. Shrug off the damage for anything that we do accidentally had we just get by it. You trigger several traps on the way to the cage, and uh, you basically, it's almost like depth charges go off in the water. Water splashing up and spraying you, uh, but Alex sort of pulls you guys out of the way, um, sort of swimming as hard as you can. You, you see these, like, splashes of water as uh, Clem's wand is the only thing that's illuminating the area around you, so everything is dark. There's just, like, some reflection off of the water and your faces. You can see, like, everybody's sort of, uh, you know, damp, covered in water, and um, as you're swimming and these, um, uh, these like, uh, traps are illuminating, you see flashes of light for a moment, and the um, uh, bomb-like explosions as these traps go off, and uh, bits of magic flying about. Alex guides you towards the cage. There's a, a moving uh, cloth covering three, uh, like, uh, we'll say like 35% of the cage or so at the moment. Like, you can see the cage. You can see that there's like a damp cloth that's covering it. Alex, you're in the front. What are you doing? Yeah, I, I um, grab the cage door and pull it open. Ow. Um, I guess I'm in the water and I have to brace myself, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I, I'll hold on to the cage, like, like hook my foot around like one of the bars, and then... Um, Can yeah, I assist I'll, if I'm behind him? I'll pull it Tell open. Me how. Uh, I imagine, because it sounds like Alex is trying to, like, brace himself by throwing his weight on one end so he can more easily get leverage for the door. Mm -hmm. And so I think Olive stands on the other side to help with the pulling part since he's, you know, leveraging his weight against the wall portion of it, if that makes okay. sense. Okay, so are you touching the cage? Yes. Okay. Both of you 
I need to have you resist influence. Oh, no. Um, I succeeded necessarily and got a plus one forward. Does that apply? You succeeded, I'm sorry? On resist influence earlier and got a plus one forward. When was that? Um, the whispers. In the, by the stairs, right? In no. the hallway? Yeah. yeah. Okay, doesn't apply. Good, no. that's fine. Um, since it's me and Olive, can we use a relationship with each other? Yes. Oh, thank God. Okay. Okay. Good luck. <laughs> I can't get an eight. It's my lowest stat. Okay. Alex, choose one. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, it's just the result. Yeah, you resist their influence, but they make some sense. The thoughts linger, and you take a minus one forward to resisting further influence from them. The cage opens. Okay. Olive, you first. How does my failure affect me? Do I feel any different right now? You're fine. Okay. All right. We can do this. We've got this. And Olive's going to keep her wand at the ready and, and walk through the cage. Swim through. Swim through the cage. Yeah, I'll try and like swim through with her, like immediately afterwards. We're leading the way with wands at the ready. I think um, we are following as well, uh, Rosie and I, going through the cage door. The bubble of water gets louder and louder. And it sort of feels like you're being squished for a moment. Everything goes dark. And suddenly the pressure releases. You're all underneath water. Can I notice something? Sure. Um. Yep. How do we get out of here? You can see some light up above you. Okay. I am going to take... Whoever's nearest to me, which I'm assuming is still Clem, by the hand and start pulling them towards the surface and try to get everybody else to notice that I am also headed towards that light. Or light, I don't know if it's the surface. Clem's wants the light, so we'll see that light moving upwards. Yeah. And and follow that. You head towards the light. You see dark shapes moving in the water. The tension about you, uh, I should say, the, the force of the water about you pushes you in various directions, back and forth. Something large is looming in the water. 
dark shapes flying past. Who is leading the way? Rosie Rosie. just upon her potion. (laughs) Rosie. Yep. Struggle for me. Okay, I wanted to ask, but I didn't want to interrupt you before. When I was injured and I yelled I had a cookie, I wanted to use my automatically succeed on a treat wounds move and just be like, I got this and have a quick bite to heal myself. I didn't hear that earlier. Maybe that was when you were muted. So that's fine. You can do that. No, I was just trying not to interrupt, but I yelled, I have a cookie. I didn't even hear that. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Okay, I Oh no, wait, I'm sorry, you can't heal yourself. What am I thinking? You can't. I can't use my automatic succeed. Oh, somebody else has to use it. Okay, got it. All right, I am struggling. This is with no relationship, I'm assuming. Can I give her any help because I'm holding her hand? No, I don't think it's it will help in this case to to hold each other. Yeah. Rosie's straight up oh, drowning. No. Rosie, try to tough it out, please. No. Uh, That's yep. wax speak for please don't die on me. <laughs> they're the same. They're the same oh skill. Oh, God. On a six or lower, you're hurt badly. Choose one. Uh, I would assume I am exhausted from trying to swim continuously. Oh, no, no. I mean, this is up to on the six or lower list. There's a list oh. of. Yeah, yeah. Or tough it out. Yeah. Where are you? It's near the top. Oh, thank you. But no good choices. This is for oh. tough it out? Yeah. <laughs> if I say I lose something important, does my dignity count? Whack. That was, a, that was a joke, but I'm assuming the answer is no. Remember, this is from the six or lower list. You choose one. Oh, God. Okay. Oh, good. Oh, all right. Um. Um, I am going to say that I am deeply affected by this. Like, I think that this is a situation that Rosaline has never been in before. I don't think she's a particularly strong swimmer. She's also probably having like a lot of flashbacks, like wondering if this is where the squid is or if the squid is hurt. And so I think that this is just something that she's going to carry with her, perhaps a fear of water for the rest of her life. Rosie's having a bit of a panic attack in the water ahead of you, Clem. Yeah. She's swimming Um, a bit frantically. She doesn't seem to really have a direction. Okay. I am going to, like, over... I'm going to swim harder. I'm going to overtake her. I'm still holding my wand with the Lumos, and I'm holding her hand. Okay. Oh, my God. We used up all our good luck. The the vengeance... the The roll 20 vengeance is real. Oh, no. Um, uh, okay. So, Clem. Yeah. I need you to tough it out, please. Yes, sir. 
And a seven to nine. The hit takes you off guard. Choose two from the seven to nine list, please. Um... Okay, I'll take a condition, uh, which puts me... How many conditions? Five conditions. That's it. Okay. I'm going to take a condition um, of upset, because this is horrifying. I feel like that says it enough. Um, and... Okay. Can I float something by you? And you can tell me if this is alright. That was a horrible pun, but I'll uh... I know, it's real messed up. Um <laughs> Clem wears like a locket secretly under her um clothes. And it was a gift from from her mom. Can she lose that? And that can count as the lose something important. Okay. I think in her struggle, she's she's just like really... She's just holding on to Rosie's hand. She's holding on to her wand. She's kicking. She's horrified. Um, this is an actual living nightmare. And... Uh, and in, in the drama... I think she probably is just like wrenching back and forth and it kind of breaks off. Yeah. I think we, the audience, see the necklace sort of like detach or just kind of float up above Clem's head as Rosie's struggling and Clem is struggling. And we see the, the necklace kind of like... I don't think she even notices it. Yeah, I don't even think she notices it. Um, I'm I'm curious. Can I do a notice something? Sure. Okay. So What are you focused on? I think Olive is really disoriented being in the water. And what I'm imagining is that the the necklace catches her eye. I don't think it occurs to her that it's like a possession of someone in the group. I think she thinks that's something related to what body of water they're in or like a clue related to the mystery or something related to the person who's doing this. Um, but but seeing something moving in the water separate from being attached to one of them uh, catches her eye. Uh, so I'm mostly, I guess I'm, her one question would be, what does it look like? If she just sees. You see the, ne- I mean, it's a necklace. Okay, cool. Um, I think... I think Olive sees that as as a piece of the puzzle for, for what's going on here. And she would try 
having been below um, Rosie and, and Clem here, I think she would try to to grasp it and not let it slip down to the bottom of whatever body of water that they're in. I'm going to need a roll first. I need a struggle roll. Okay. Mm. You can't grab it and get to air. You gotta choose one. I think I think Olive really thinks that it is an important part of this mystery, and I think that she would choose to like like if she can feel that she's running out of air and she recognizes she doesn't have time to do both, I think she grabs the necklace, clutches it, and passes out. Olive grabs the necklace, begins to pass out. Alex, you see Rosie and Clem sort of flailing about, struggling. What do you do? Um, I, I see Olive go still. I'm a... There's just a big... large <sighs> bundle of bubbles, and Olive like, sort of goes still. I grab her robes, a good handful of it, and then... <sighs> I'm going to point my wand, like, down in the opposite direction of the surface and cast Aguamente to propel myself towards the surface. Cast spell. Alex, you cast a spell. Yeah. Jet of water propels Alexander and Olive. Up through the water. We see Alex holding on to Olive's cloak, rising faster and faster in the water. Clem and Rosie sort of flailing about in slow motion, bubbles rising up, and Alex and Olive clutching this necklace are flying up and up towards the light towards which you believe to be the surface of this water. Huge, dark shapes. Moving about. You feel yourself just being uh, pushed about underneath this water. It just feels like it's too much. Everything is too much for you, Alex. But you thought well. 
and you have your friend and you are going to get her to safety. You can do this. You're sure you can do this. You know that you can save her. You can do this, Alex. You are good. You can save your friend. You are a good wizard. You can save her. And you burst forth from the water. <laughs> I, I put my arm under olives and just like <laughs> make sure her head's above the water. Hold <laughs> it. I look around for a surface somewhere I can get up on. And... You see land somewhat nearby. <laughs> I just kick as hard as I can and just point my wand and try and propel myself over you get olive to the surface olive 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 i shake her olive i listen for her breathing there's no breath um um, 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 okay, okay, CPR, that's what we do, we do with the, with the, with the things. I, I start giving her CPR. We did it at swim lessons, and they taught us. Muggle stuff was good for something. Treat wounds. Since it's a muggleish cheap wounds, and I have um, my family uh, benefit. Yes. Okay, plus one. Okay. <clears throat> uh, relationship with Olive. Yes. Okay. You hear nothing. And that's where we're going to end the session today. Remember when Wax said nobody could die at the beginning of this episode? And then three of us did? Just holding on to the hope that that's true. I love how all of the roles that we had, we had like 1,200 12s, and it ended so tragically. Good session, everybody. Sure. Don't talk to me, Wax. <laughs> I love you, but don't talk to me. We have some end of session stuff to do. 
I, I baked skip. a pie. Let me join uh, I a decided club. let me study. <laughs> I studied. <laughs> we have some end of session stuff to do. We get to change relationships and whatnot. Um, I don't even know. If anyone feels like they have grown closer to someone, you can do a plus one with a relationship with someone. Or if you feel like you've grown further apart, you can do a minus one and get an XP. Okay, mine's not going to be fun, so I'm sorry. I'm going to get it out of the way. But uh, Clem's going to get a minus one because Olive was so heartbroken and terrified and like disappointed in herself that she failed to protect her from getting grabbed. And when she went over to check on her immediately and Clem just walked past her, I think like a part of her heart just shattered forever. And she she feels like uh, they must not be as close as she thought they were. I love you, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry, I love you. No, it makes total sense. <laughs> Remember that this is not one player doing this to another player. This is the way that a character feels towards another character. Back, where's the line now? Huh? You gonna tell mean, me where the line is? <laughs> it's it's a metaphorical line, so that's kind of wherever you want it to be. The feelings are real. <laughs> I love I'm you, kidding. I love you, I love you, Markles. I love you, I love you, I love you. <laughs> Who's uh, next? Uh, I think that um, today Rosalina grew closer to Alex because um, it's not like they did anything in particular where they had like a bonding moment, but I think that like in Rosalina's way of being able to like help in some way to protect Alex from the voices. She's like, we are good. This is a good thing and we're closer now because of it. And whether Alex believes that or not, it remains to be seen. But that's how Rosalina feels. Okay. Who's next? This is so hard. Um, <sighs> man, this is so hard. I'm so sorry. Uh, I'm taking up so much time. It's not just you. I uh, need one from Alex, too. I'm trying to figure out whether I have all of a plus one or a minus one because we work together, we have neutralized the situation and getting everyone out, but then, you know, when it really mattered, I failed her. Uh, so I don't know. I think um, Rosalina gets my minus one this week. Um, because. It's not, it's not really fair, uh, but I think because she did something which really surprised Clem 
made her feel kind of uncomfortable in just so quickly giving the forgetfulness cookie to the prefect, which then eventually led to us being able to go into this place. It's like one of those illogical, uh, this never would have happened if <laughs> kind of things. So I think, um, I think Rosalina gets my minus one. He's also my drowning partner, so that's not a real good personal experience to have. My only feel this episode is <laughs> that last one. Um, I think just because of the um, the impact of that moment and how much it hurts, how much of a of a failure to my friend it feels. Yeah, I'm going to do minus one for all of. It's rough. Sorry. Now, normally, uh, we've got class school roles. We're going to be uh, doing those as well. We are not going to be doing downtime moves this week. So we'll do the class school roles, but there won't be any downtime moves. So, actually, you know what? Let's skip the class school roles this week, too. I don't think either of those are appropriate. We're going to skip both of them. Okay. And we're going to do our shout-outs. So. Zagatikus, if you could start us off, please. Yeah. I, I love that. That. Alex just always wanted to be a good wizard. And then when it came to being like a good muggle and doing a muggle thing, well, he was a great wizard, great spell to get himself out of water and save his friend. But then when it was a muggle thing, like he failed at that. So it's like he switched positions and it's like, are my parents right then? Should I focus more on muggle things and all that going on? Hi, I'm Scotticus. Um, if you, <laughs> I, um, I was a lifeguard, IRL. <laughs> So like if it was real I like I would have nailed that myself. Deep dive rescues, no problem. <laughs> CPR pair I no, start with five breaths. I got it, but Alex doesn't, unfortunately. Um you can find me uh here on Sunday where there's um a finale of Dying Order going on. So if you want more intense uh role-playing stuff, then uh check that out. If you haven't checked out Dying Order yet at all, then definitely do so. It's awesome. Um find me everywhere on the internet um Zgorakis on all the places and uh make sure you check out the gone specials um the next year sky bearers and it's available on the podcast places and spotify and all that just uh check out tablestory.tv slash gone and you should be able to find it there and uh i'm in that i'm shiv it's awesome so thank you Sweet. buddy mega oryx Hi, I'm Nega Oryx, and when I'm not stress crying over my character maybe having drowned to death at the end of this episode, uh, you can catch me streaming 
uh, twitch.tv slash Tomorrow, I am going to have early access to Cyberpunk 2077, so I am going to be showcasing uh, one of the three possible life paths you can play on the front page of Twitch alongside two other channels who will be showcasing the other two life paths you can choose. Uh, all of it starting at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. GMT. So come on through if you want to experience Cyberpunk with me a couple a couple hours early. Um, tonight is the conclusion to our uh, Jane Austen RPG Good Society. We are doing a one-shot zombies episode tonight where we're introducing uh, zombies into our quiet little English hamlet. So do come by if you like Regency era drama peppered with uh, survival horror. That's going to be tonight at 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern on Saving Throw Show. Uh, this was horrific and terrifying and emotional and wonderful. And thank you so much for letting me be a part of this every week. I appreciate it. Thank you for being here. Murgles? Hello. Um, Wack, you know, if you wanted to fire me, you could have just told me, like, up front. Could have... I didn't roll the dice. You did. <laughs> I fired myself. Luck? No, chance fired me. <laughs> um, Who's chance? <laughs> good question. Uh, hi, I am Murgles. I played Clementine Goosanders for you all. I'll miss her. Um, I'm super <laughs> nervous about waiting for the next week to figure out what's going to happen. Uh, so hopefully see you all there. Um, I stream on Twitch Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. So if you want to come hang out, I'm making animated film content. So if you want to see how animated films get made, that's where you can check it out. Also, I am doing uh, State of Affairs on Saturdays. So it's super uh, lovely. And <laughs> I'm very much hoping that my character on that show, Edward, will not die. But yeah. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Thank you. Alright. Thank you, Myrtles. Luxy. Hi! I'm Luxy Games. I'm a variety streamer on Twitch. I played Rosalina Earth Club for you today. Sorry she drugged someone without their consent. Uh, she's a clueless idiot. I just want to forewarn you. Um, also, uh, I play video games for a living. I'm playing Call of the Sea tonight. It just released like last night, like midnight. I'm very excited to play it. It's a puzzle game. It looks beautiful. I love puzzle games so much. It's like my bread and butter. Um, but it's also like a mystery. Mm, it's going to be great. So we're going to play that. There's a possibility I may just sit there and play the whole thing. Uh, but also I'm doing a bunch of super cool stuff this week, like hosting the Game Awards with uh, a bunch of amazing people and uh, doing... A, a bunch of other tiltify stuff so much stuff please come join thanks for having me i'm gonna cry until next week so if you see me and you come to stream and you're like what's you crying don't ask it's witchcraft and wizardry i'm also uh married almost to murgles on a state of a terrorist. so if you're interested in that saturdays sorry bean <laughs> i have so many fiancés it's insane i can't believe my fiance bought me this prop specifically for a state of affairs yeah that's a <laughs> commitment right there thank you luxie uh i'm wax steven i have been your headmaster of doom i've dragged the players kicking and screaming through the adventure today um thank you everybody uh for watching as always chat we appreciate you thank you so much for being here um Thank you so much to Zagonicus. Thank you, Luxy. Thank you, Murgles. Thank you, Nega Oryx, for being awesome role players. I appreciate you. I, I do. You're all so good, 
and uh, this was a great episode, and I know things are scary, I know things are bleak, but there is always a chance to overcome. There is always the silver lining. Never forget that. Just to remind everyone, Please make sure you're following all of these lovely people. Head on over to the channels. Go give them a follow right now. And if you have yourself a Prime Gaming that you haven't used yet, consider throwing it their way. Get yourself some emotes. Make sure you're following us here on Table Story uh, on uh, Twitch and on YouTube. And um, I've been... Uh, I streamed a little bit of No Man's Sky this week. I'll probably do more of that if I have time. We also have a few more surprises happening this month. In case some people missed it, there's been a, a teaser for for Nocturne that's happening on the 30th. We've had this Estate of Affairs special, and there may be another thing next week. There may be a special thing that happens next week. I'm just saying. It might be a really, really stupidly hilarious thing that's happening next week. That's all the hint that I'll give you for now. Um, <clears throat> but we'll see you next week for more witchcraft and wizardry at the same time. And hopefully we'll see you on Friday for Rhyme of the Frost Maiden, which is another show that I do. It's a D&D 5th edition show um, that also has a, a great group of people that are ultra excited about uh, getting into the Forgotten Realms uh, we're playing the Rhyme of the Frostmaiden module, and the show's been so good. Um, so I hope you'll join us for that. We all we had another big cliffhanger in that show last week. So um, it's about as literal a cliffhanger as I can make. So hopefully uh, you'll join us and see what happens for that as well. Um, thank you, everybody, for being here. Have a wonderful rest of your Tuesday. Peace out. Good night, everybody. Bye-bye.